Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On Giddy Up, it's now time for the Midweek Masterclass. Let's find you a few winners on a Wednesday afternoon across the country at the Metropolitan Race Meetings. Of course, we're racing at Warwick Farm, Sandown Lakeside, Eagle Farm, Belmont, and also at Thomas Farms, Murray Bridge on a Wednesday afternoon. Mitchie Lewis joins us. He's been in terrific form. G'day, Mitchie. Good morning again, Gareth. Um, we'll start off with the Sandown meeting, the Sportsbet Sandown meeting at Lakeside. We've got the rail out three metres. We're on a good four. Where do we start with your early early place? Yeah, so I've got two that I think we can back now because I've got them a little bit under the odds. And I've had a bet on one of them last night because I wanted to get in early. So the first one is race five, number six, Vasilia. So third up here today, uh, she's never missed the top two when she's been third up. She's got barrier one and a bit of early speed. We know the lakeside truck can favour leaders, so I think it sets up nicely for her to get it right here third up. Um, she's around the $4 mark now. I got her down as low as maybe three, three ten. So... I think she could be a potential early play in that race five. So race five horse number six there tomorrow at Sandown in Vasilia. Just having a look at the prices there with Bet365. She's, what, $6 into three ninety. So um, she's had good backing, that daughter of Snitzel. What else have you got for us, mate? So this is the one I've had a bet on already. Race eight, number two, Robrick. So this horse resumes here today. I thought uh, his first prep was pretty handy. He finished off winning at Flemington and then competing in a handy race at Mooney Valley to run second. First up, barrier two, has enough early speed to be in the right spot and his two trials have been really nice to my eye. So I just think it sets up nicely for him. Look, his main danger is Hey Fat Cat who backs up after winning last week. But I think the way that the map plays out for Robrick, I really like the setup for him in that race number eight. So he does look tough to beat already backed, as you pointed out, for Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. And I love when Benny Mellon goes aboard. So that's always a positive for that stable for mine. And the money has come. So that's a big tick for Robrick. So race eight, number two, race five, number six, early plays. Any others? Or are we heading to Murray Bridge now? I'm pretty happy with those two as early plays. I might have some other best bets, but I think they're at their right price. So we'll yep. take the earlies on those two. All right, then Murray Bridge, do you like anything there? Yeah, Murray Bridge, interesting. Race one, number one, Clarence. Uh, this horse has come up short a few times in its career and it resumes here today. I'm thinking it gets the job done. I think it's a two-horse race between it and the two. Uh, I think Clarence will get it done. I, I just want to make sure we're getting an appropriate price when those markets open up. Like, I'm thinking 
280 plus, I'd be pretty happy with. Uh, I think it wins that race. I just don't want to get uh, okay. don't want to get undercut when those markets open. So Clarence for David Jolly and Kayla Crowther from an inside gate. First up, this preparation. Anything else that you think that we might need to take a close look at when the markets open for this meeting? <laughs> Yeah, one of the bit of value. If we go to race four, there's a horse here, number seven, Cow Barry for the Jolly Team. Now, it comes in, on its maiden. It ran third, and it made up a lot of ground impressively over the 1,000 metres, and they put it up to the 1,200 metres. Now, I like the two horses that it chased in that maiden. It was $31, which you don't often see um, the Jollies, and particularly these Morgan horses at such a big price here in South Australia. So that's a little bit of a query for me. But I thought he was quite impressive. I think if we're getting something $6 or plus, I reckon he could be a play. It concerns me that he was $31 on Dubu. Um, but I, I think what we saw to the eye was pretty impressive. All right, mate. So race one, number one, race four, number seven, Cal Barry. We'll have a chat to you tomorrow, mate, to reassess what's happening there at those two meetings. But a couple of early plays there. Appreciate that. Sounds good, Gareth. You have a good day. I'll chat to you later. Great to catch up there with Mitchie Lewis. Now, they're racing at Warwick Farm on a Wednesday afternoon. The rail's out five metres from the 1,000 to the winning post and two metres for the remainder. Um, at the moment, it's a heavy eight. There's a bit of rain around Mark Road. As I say hello to you, how do you expect the track to be to, there tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, they cropped it uh, yesterday and last night, uh, 25 mil. So uh, Warwick Farm isn't the best wet weather track going around. Uh, once it gets wet, it's can take a little while to dry out. Um, temperatures are okay, but if they get any more rain today, I don't see it improving much at all. All right, mate. So where do we start with your specials? Um, not a special to start with, just a watch rather than a, a bet or a chip at this stage. And race five, number 10, about a girl. Very interesting runner, first up from New Zealand. Mm. One like a pretty good horse, actually, uh, that day in New Zealand that it's only run so far, is now transferred to Chris Waller. McDonald goes on to very quiet, inconclusive trials. I think the favourite in this race, Soldier of Rome, is a bit short at $3. So if there's any market lead for number 10 uh, about a girl in race five, I'd, I'd definitely be joining in there. I think it'll be winning, um, I'm hearing, tomorrow, if it can Yeah, well, why, why is it four twenty and the other one $3? It's, 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 yeah, just got me a bit confused at this stage. But if there's, you know, if there's any support, and I expect there probably will be, you'd yep. probably want to be with it. All right, yeah. then. What else have you got for us? Uh, On to the last two races, actually. It's um, gee, it's a bit of a Jay McDonald fest tomorrow, but probably not a bad thing. Um, I thought in race six, number eight, Stylized was the one to beat here. It is the favourite. Um, good second to Romeo's Choice at this track. First up um, on Australia Day, I think it was. Probably in the wrong part of the track. Um, Romeo's Choice won that pretty well. He's going to be in a, a good spot again, but I think he's been to the top of the mountain this prep. Stylized second up now. He ran... Uh, Good placing in a group race uh, on a heavy track earlier in his career, so I'm not going to worry about the track condition too much for him. Um, Join a middle gate, which I think will probably be okay. And yeah, I think you can get four dollars and better, four twenty. I think he probably runs shorter than that, so I'm fairly keen on race six, number eight, stylized. Yep. And to conclude matters, uh, onto the last race, Jay McDonald again introducing um, yes. in both preparations so far. His first up run has been his best. Uh, he ran second in the Rosebud first time after leading. He trialled strongly. Um, I think Nash was originally booked to ride, but it's now Jay McDonald, which is he's obviously losing nothing there. Yep. Uh, very strong trial winner. My only query is 1,200 first up on the heavy, but uh, I think he might have a little class edge on him. Perfect. So introducing race eight, number two, to finish off your plays there. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. We appreciate your time as always. No worries, Gary. Great to catch up with Mark Roden, enjoying the midweek masterclass, and it's always great to catch up with our great mate, the man from... Queensland.
Well, he calls the Sunshine State home now. I speak of Chris Nelson. He joins us. G'day, Chris O. Good morning, Gareth. Yeah, and I can report from the Sunshine State that uh, we've got the humidity back again. It's reappeared. So, yeah, fine, warm and humid up here. Now, Campbell Brown, they tell me Huey Fitzpatrick just walked in, our illustrious leader when it comes to our digital content. He told me that Brownie was declaring Kent Cove at Dubbo yesterday and it was a 61 start maiden. That was its 62nd start and it paid about $3 and it bolts at home. Unbelievable. Have you ever done that before? No, I wouldn't be game to do that. I would not be game to tip a a 61 start maiden as a good thing. And I did see that and I thought, well, he's brave. He He is brave, brave, Brownie. Got the uh, got the money, so uh, he's uh, he can dine out on that for quite some time now. Sixty two starts, so <laughs> at placed on twenty one occasions after sixty one starts, and then wins, of course, oh. yesterday. So, and the the story that I loved about it is that all the owners started to drop off one by one. So, I think it started with twenty odd owners at five percent, then all of a sudden, as it continued to run placing after placing well, or not win, they all dropped off and said, "Well, you can have my share. You can have my share." And then um, <laughs> she wins, which was great to see. Well, you can't blame them, really. They're just um, pouring more money in and getting no return. But usually, when you get to horses that have had that many starts and they haven't won, they're usually owned by the trainer. Yeah. Well, she's won over a hundred. She's won over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, which is not to be sneezed at, I suppose. No. So she's done a pretty good job, I think, as she pointed out, just proves the prize money, how good it is there in country New South Wales. Okay, mate, we're racing at Eagle Farm Rails out nine and a half metres on a good four. Um, what are yeah. we doing? Well, we haven't got any prices up as yet, but uh, I think there's a couple of good things. This one might be really short. And I speak of race one, number three, two wish. Uh, who has only had the couple of starts, and they've both been very good. Both at Doombin, both running on at the end of 11.10 and then 12.00. I really do think she wants further. But, uh, look, that field tomorrow is not strong, so she should be able to get away with that race. So race one, number three. Are you getting that interference, or is it just my end? No, just your end, mate. I'm as, my end, okay. You, you know, you're, okay. You're, you're an ultra-professional. No one would know that you're suffering interference there. I am suffering, but I will get through it. Uh, race six. Number 10, Ocean Czar. Now, Ocean Czar looks well-placed here. Uh, only had the one run back this time in. There we go. He's been cut off. So there's um, there's a problem with um, Pearl Crusoe's line there. So Ocean Czar is the other tip there for the O'Day and Hoisted Camp. They're starting to hit some form now. They they had a bit of a flat period, Stephen O'Day and Matty Hoisted, but they might have just... Um, I think their, their their team's going a little bit better now. Are you there, Chris O? I'm back, and I knew that was building to something. So uh, all good now, clearing right. the bell. Yeah, Oceans are. Yep. And you're right, the stable, they have had a bit of a quiet time, but they've got two yep. winners there on uh, Friday night at the sunny coast. So I think they're back in uh, back in form. But Oceans are, had one run back, ran third behind Lennox, ran on well at the end of 1,200, up to 1,400, good gate, likes the track at Eagle Farm, and was scratched out of a race due to a wide gate last Saturday. At Eagle Farm. So I think they're the two at this stage. We'll obviously update that in the morning. So race one, number three, race six, number 10. Now, Gareth, can I go out of my lane and tip you one at Grafton today? A hundred percent you can. This is your life. This is your show. Well, well, he's a Queensland horse, so I can at least say that. Race two, number two, Amador, is around probably $14, $15, trained by uh, Toby Edmonds. Yes. Just caught my eye in a trial. It's first trial, and then I didn't think the first up run at the Sunshine Coast was all that bad because there was nothing suited 
Nothing suitable about the gate. Got back to last and is way overs in this field, I think. So only a field of seven. Well worth having something on race two, number two, Amador. Grafton, race two, number two, Amador. Andrew Mallion at $15. Yeah. Yep. Amador. Love it. That'll do us. We'll have a dollar each way. Definitely. Um, You've got to run one, two, unfortunately, but uh, good odds for the, the place if he can or she can run second. You're an AFL man. Gil McLaughlin, yes. do you think he'll make a good chairman of Racing Victoria if he does go down that path? Yeah, I don't see why not. He's done a good job. Uh, he did a good job with the with the AFL, obviously. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He's uh, certainly seems to be a good leader. So, yeah, I don't see any issue with it whatsoever. It's funny when people say, like, how important is that job as chairman? Is it as big as job as, say, CEO of the AFL? And it's like Peter Volandis. You, you compare what he's doing over there in New South Wales. He's the CEO of Racing New South Wales, but the chairman of... Um, NRL. Yeah, the NRL. So he's done the opposite, basically, of Gil McLaughlin. Both powerful jobs. But I think for, I think the important part of being a successful administrator and helping racing grow especially is people's relationships with the government. If you can get on side with the government and do the deals that can suit the sport, then regarding the tax parities and the different revenue streams that and the money going back into the industry – as well, then you can be a success. But you got to well, get that right. Yeah, shown he can do that with the right. AFL. So he's he's already there, which is a massive head start. Well, um, let's hope we can get the job done there at Grafton Armador. There, race two, number two, and then Eagle Farm will be quickly refreshing our Bet Three Six Five app to make sure that we get the best prices there for Two Wish and Ocean Czar at Eagle Farm. Sounds good. Excellent. Good on you, mate. Thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth. Chat tomorrow. Great to catch up with Chris Nelson. That is the midweek masterclass. I do have a couple of tips for you as well tomorrow. We'll just see what's happening there with the markets. But in WA, we can play a few horses. Um, and I, I think we can bet with a bit of confidence at Belmont on a Wednesday afternoon. Now, there's only seven races. It's been a busy couple of um, days there in WA with big meetings at Bunbury and also at Ascot. I think Call of Duty was impressive on debut. Love the way it went about its victory there at Bunbury. I think it'll be winning race number one. I don't know what price we'll get. It'll probably be short. Um, race number three, I think you can skip. Race number four, I don't mind a horse by the name of Bondi's Future. Liked its effort first up the other day. Clinton Johnston Porter and Adam Durant combined. I think it's a play. And there, and that basically will do us, I think, there at... Um, Belmont there tomorrow. So there's a couple of plays there. So race four, horse number seven, and race one, horse number three.